Hello, and welcome to Spilling the DPT mini-season. I'm your main host, Dr. Ryan McConnell, an assistant professor at Belmont University's Physical Therapy Program. And over these next several weeks, we will be showcasing our talented students as they deliver solid interview styles on PT hot topics surrounding management and strategic planning. So sit back, listen, and enjoy. You're listening to Influencing DPT, a social media approach to physical therapy. My name is Caroline Nidefer, and I'm alongside with my co-host, Devin Durand. Hey, guys. Um, so go ahead and just, you know, to start us off, it's just kind of incredible the direction that social media has taken us, you know, in the 21st century. Um, it's really grown over the past eight to 10 years, and it's, you know, we talk about COVID times right now, and it truly is just an empire in itself. Um, so, yeah, it's become an integral part of everyday life for the vast majority of people, Um and in a recent study conducted by the University of Oxford and Reuters Institute, it actually found that there's a significant difference between generations and the form of media they use and how they get their information, such as the news. So it's not surprising, but it was found that Generation Z utilizes social media for almost all of their information. And it's where over 85% of the generation goes when they open their phone first thing in the morning. So this includes Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, WhatsApp, Snapchat, um, pretty much anything you can download from the app store that is considered social media with messaging, these um, Gen Zers are going straight to. So um, next behind them, millennials are slightly more mixed in cohort, and they rely on various forms of social media uh, in order to get their news. So 43% of them rely on the typical social media accounts, you know, so those Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat, Instagram, um, and then the other 33% they're relying on more traditional media, such as new newspapers and news channels on the TV. So when you analyze these numbers, there's just no denying the movement that social media is capable of creating. Word can spread super fast. So especially with the addition of new platforms with TikTok, we talk about it all the time, but it's, it's growing and it's become um, unlike anything we've really seen before. So something we're hitting on today is that this is not exclusive to the world of physical therapy. Um, this is something that we're going to be getting into. And here to speak more on that is Dr. Megan Wilson, PT, DPT. Hello, everybody. And thank you, Caroline and Devin, for having me. Of course. So Dr. Wilson received her bachelor degree at the University of Tennessee, Knoxville, and she received her doctoral degree at Belmont University in Nashville, Tennessee. She's currently working at Mary Claire Aaron Physical Therapy in Franklin, Tennessee. Megan, we really appreciate you taking the time to be here with us today. Um, so just to start us off, first question, like, do you use social media in your practice? Yeah, absolutely. I know Caroline kind of mentioned that I work at Mary Claire Aaron Physical Therapy, which is my boss's name. So it's a small private practice, um, just the two of us right now, full time. And um, that is why it is crucial for us to use social media. We are a small business. We rely heavily on networking and on word of mouth and connections that we have with local doctors or chiropractors. Um, anybody in the area, we are connected to a smaller um, 
gym. It's called Chadwick's Fitness, and um, they have personal trainers and athletic trainers. So it is so important for us to use social media, Instagram and Facebook, to kind of promote what we do, who we are, um, why our practice is so much more beneficial, and how we've taken the role of a PT into um, something more than just um, treating just a patient, but we kind of figure out who you are as a patient. So promoting me as a new PT on Instagram and Facebook so all the patients and clientele that we already have um, can know more about me, and then also offering um, promotions and discounts, things like dry needling and um, things of that sort, just so people can kind of understand, get to know me before they jump right in. I love that you brought it up because that's exactly what I was thinking of is when you brought up your dry needling. I saw it on Instagram and I was like, that is just really cool. The guy's so, it was such a proud moment. And that's when it really hit me that we have this like awesome crossover between physical therapy and it's being used on our social media accounts. Um, do you think it's been beneficial like bringing in new clients? Yeah, absolutely. I, um, there is a trainer that we kind of know and work with, um, you know, occasionally, and we get a bunch of her um, clients as well, and they'll come in and they'll be like, hey, we saw this, um, you know, screening on Instagram for, or, you know, or like um, injury screen, this, that, or the other. We saw you running this on Instagram. So um, it's been great, and, you know, people have gotten to know me that way, even if it's just me um, reaching out to other people on Instagram and doctors or Fleet Feet or the Good Feet store, um, anything like that. I've just gone to introduce myself, brought them, um, you know, Starbucks or juice bar or something just to, hey, like, here's who I am. Tell me what you do and, like, hope we can work together soon. Yeah, um, totally. Actually, to swing back to the first question we were talking about, you had said that you are the one that um, is posting on your social media. Uh because it's a smaller clinic, do you notice that you, I assume that there's no marketing team that's, you know, doing the social media and controlling that for you. So are you guys the only ones that are participating in the social media posts and things like that? Um, we do have an office assistant and she like helps us create, you know, we kind of give her the idea. Like, so over Halloween, for instance, like I did a skeletal screening, skeletal muscular screening, um, and we kind of like backplayed it on like the whole oh it's Halloween time skeleton that sort of theme and she kind of comes up and creates things and posts to our clinics account and then from there I can share it to my personal account I can send it to friends and family post it on Facebook um, you know share it that way I can send people snapchats if I need to and let them know hey look what we're doing come get dry needled it's 20 bucks you know or right now teacher appreciation and um I've sent a few messages on my own Instagram, like, hey, we'd love to, you know, for the month of November, um, kind of reach out to our teachers, and you can come in for a free dry needling session um, for one body part in the month of November. So I've kind of sent it on my Facebook or Instagram to teachers I know as well. Yeah, I, I love that you're, like, putting it around the specific times of year so you can tailor to the holidays, because that's perfect, especially, like, like you were saying, the skeleton, Halloween, it fits perfectly, so... <laughs> Um, would, is there anything that you've had to learn, um, like, or challenges that you've had to figure out while using social media? Things like, uh, whether you do an animation or not, or if you just do a picture or things like specific times of day, is there any like learning process? 
Um, definitely, and targeting um, different age groups and populations. Um, Instagram, for instance, being, you know, our younger population, sharing to my Instagram story. My mom had no idea what that meant, thought she was commenting on my Instagram post, but she was responding to my story versus, um, you know, like the older population, and they're still, you know, more geared towards Facebook. So then me posting it on my Facebook and then commenting on my status or sending me a messenger or um, something of that sort, I've definitely noticed is two completely different kind of clientele population and that sort. Um, time of day is really when I'm free, so most likely at the end of the day or early morning, and then um, from there, check it on lunch breaks, but that's just because um, being a new grad and a new therapist, times are busy and trying to manage my time and figure out when I'm going to get a single note done, <laughs> that sort of thing. But yeah, it's definitely um, been super beneficial and kind of, you kind of work and animate and, you know, gear towards certain populations on certain platforms. So you're saying you don't have time to just spend on social media all day? <laughs> yeah, I wish. <laughs> I thought that was in the job description. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, so, yeah, you spoke about, I love the story with your mom, because um, I think we all can relate to our moms, you know, messaging us on Instagram, but they think they're commenting so other people can see, and you're like, no, mom, that's that's not how this works. <laughs> it's not Facebook, but you're close. We're getting there. Like, they understand Facebook, so one step at a time, but <laughs> especially going back towards, um, you know, your cohort of who is kind of responding to these social media posts have you seen like an increase in your patient population through the door? Um, so like for teacher appreciation, did you get, um, did you find that more um, younger individuals were coming in because they saw the social media post or is, has it been pretty, you know, equal across the board? Um, for me, it's been actually pretty equal across the board. Um, that being my boss and also the office assistant. Um, my boss has three kids and then the office assistant Jordan has one little boy. So they both, they're all in daycare. So she was able to go drop off my card and a little printout for all the teachers to kind of walk by and see um, or grab, you know, at the end of the day at work, or she was able to hand them into her kids' teachers, and same with um, Jordan herself. So in that population, um, in kind of more daycare, it was a little bit. Um, then my friend, you know, new grads is, um, I've reached out but at the same time. They're busy working, you know, seven to four, essentially, um, if they're in school and not doing online, um, times are weird. And so in, in that sense, you know, most days I stay till six, but if I'm, you know, booked four to six, then it's, it's been hard for them to figure out a time as well. So it's kind of something that we're trying to work around and work through the kinks. And if we have to extend the promotion through the holidays, then, you know, that's something we will do. That's awesome. I really love that. Um, so I guess like moving on from that too, like what are there any other like, you know, specific pitfalls you've kind of encountered while just using social media, you know, something you've had to learn through all of this in terms of, you know, do videos work better? Do pictures work better? Interactive on Instagram stories or um, you kind of touched on the time of day too, you know, people are working all day, but COVID times are weird. So sometimes people are on their phone at 10 o'clock because they don't have a meeting, but um, so what are some big things you've kind of learned moving forward than social media? Um, yeah, I'm not one to, I guess, you know, post about myself and kind of pick up, you know, people and patients that way. Um, so it's kind of been hard to just 
every time we post something or every time, you know, I want to make a promotion of that sort to just, I kind of don't want it to seem like I'm just constantly posting like, like overflow maybe on people's timelines or like, am I too desperate to need patience? But it's really just like trying to get the name out there more than anything. Um, we've also had, you know, clients that have been coming and patients, you know, for years for different injuries and that sort. And like, it's, much as you don't really think about it, Google reviews, like even that sort of thing. Hey, do you mind posting a Google review? Like, and people don't understand like, oh, why would we do that? But, you know, just trying to explain like how important it is um, for us to really have feedback and positive support and interaction from other people and kind of like, you know, patient stories or testimonials, whatever you want to call it. It's just, um, you know, just asking people to reach out and do that has definitely been a learning experience for me. I totally yeah. forgot that Google reviews kind of existed, I think, until COVID <laughs> hit. Because I remember when COVID hit and the shutdown happened, I mean, whatever business you were going into, as soon as you typed in the business, Google and the head bar, it would bring up like dine-in, no, or hours immediately like listed because of all of the alterations and the changes. So that's a great point, you know, just to bring up with Google reviews is we don't think about that as being social media, but it, for businesses and physical therapy, it absolutely is. And it's probably almost just as vital because it's the first thing someone sees when they type in, you know, your place of rehab. So great. I also, I love that you had mentioned about, you know, knowing if you're over posting versus under posting. I know personally, I know this is talking about celebrities, but I don't want to click an hour just to see their entire story because I'm not retaining any of what they're posting. So, and it kind of makes me wonder, um, and specifically the PT world, kind of um, what came first in terms of the chicken or the egg? So do you think there's more PTs um, that were already considered kind of Instagram influencers and that's how they gained their platform. So they pre already had the followers or do you think they made their platform just to get the followers? Oh God, that's a tough question. Um, I have, you know, followed quite a bit more now that I'm actually in the profession. Um, it's so great. Like a ton. Um, I'm sure y'all heard of like the prehab guys on Instagram, for instance, like, oh, yeah. Just like, oh, actually, they posted something really great. Let me go check it out because I have a knee meniscus patient or something like that. Like, And so I think, oh, you know, for them, for instance, like they're just a group of dudes that, you know, are all PTs and kind of have a love for maybe sports focus. But in that sense, like I think they've gained quite a bit of their um, followers and um maybe influence from, you know, just doing what they love. And then it kind of took off um, from there. So I, I don't know. That's a tough question. And only time will tell, I, I should say. It's been a, it's been a long two months, that's for sure. Yeah, I will say it's definitely still a new concept in terms of just the physical therapy realm. So I was just curious what your thoughts were on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I think about it, I think from even just kind of a funnier standpoint, because being a student, you kind of look for reasons to start laughing every once in a while and <laughs> relate to the field and kind of learn about the field because we totally don't know everything. Um, and it reminds me of physio memes. I remember when that first started our first year and it was this one guy who I, th I think he just graduated or he was still a student and he created physio memes and now it's like a company. Yeah. 
it's, I mean, you type in physio memes on Google and it literally, he has this entire merchandise store. He's got blogs, he's got everything on there. And now when I look at it, I'm just like, you did all of that while probably working a job. Like that's kind of insane. And it, I think I, it's a great point that it's, you know, maybe the PTs came first, but also this guy, he showed that, I mean, he kind of made something from scratch and yeah, made it relatable. So love that. Love that. <laughs> um, he even did it while he was in school too, a little bit, but who knows? <laughs> I mean, y'all, y'all have a bunch of time, like just on your hands to do that sort of thing. So totally. um, yeah, all the time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No stress, no worries, just time to laugh. Exactly. Do you think there's a social media platform that is more specific or that we could move into? Like, do you think Instagram is better for PTs or do you think Facebook would be better for PTs? I know we've already mentioned, you know, Google, um, but just in terms of just quick, accessible, do you think there is a PT focused one that, you know, would be an awesome move for us? Um, I think more so um goodness tough question i think for facebook it incorporates a lot of the things like oh this person works here and this person works here and this person works here and here's a few reviews that people have left and they have this many stars out of you know out of five um in that sense and it's you know they mary claire Aaron physical therapy follows this page and they're connected to this gym and here's their network i think facebook does a really good job of that and we all know that as soon as you click on it um five more ads about physical therapy will pop up or what is dry needling or oh hey a fair gun i must need that because they mention it so you know facebook is really good about um quickly targeting you and what you're looking for so i think um and you know whether they may be really good at that i don't know if that's really good for us um whereas instagram i think people kind of just click through oh this is what they do oh that's a neat picture they don't really get the full information and the scoop about the company um which you know could obviously change in years to come who knows we could go full telehealth in the next month like we have no idea so and i think based on that if that were to happen that would really impact our business small business because we are so hands-on and um patient focused and um yeah, it would be a totally different world. So I think from there, Facebook and Instagram would be super beneficial. Like, hey, here's how you do the exercise. Here's a video of the guy from prehab. Guys doing the exercise, this is what I want you to do. And, you know, face it that way. So, yeah, no, that's, I love that. Yeah, it's so true. I mean, I think as students, we kind of lose grasp. We're like, graduate, graduate, just get out, like, into the real world. But the real world, real world is changing every day. And, I mean, I did my first telehealth visit in a clinical rotation, and I remember being like, what is going on? How do I show you how to stretch your hip flexor when your couch is almost touching the ground and there's just no way to do that? And it was just these crazy things. Um, But, yeah, so I love that because do you think, you know, we could utilize moving forward, like you said about the prehab guys, you know, taking someone who made a living and even got clientele from their Instagram and their videos do you think like that could be in a way almost like I could go and make an Instagram with my top three glute exercises and then, (laughs) and then you'd be like, okay, so go look up this girl. She shows them, you know, how to do it. I want you to do these. So it's kind of like tying them in. Absolutely. And I think 
also right now, like everybody is doing, you know, exercise from home and um, not going to gyms and that sort. And like, sure, I'll look up on Instagram, like, ooh, good exercises to target the glutes and, you know, see some, but would it be way more beneficial for someone to know that you have your doctorate and then, oh, this is how you should really fire and target your glutes, or you may not even need to do that. And here's why. And like, you know, link it to articles, link it to research that you've done in school. I definitely um, think the network there is growing. And especially for physical therapists who, you know, have that background, have that education and um, can really be a a platform for people. Love that. Speaking on the, you had mentioned telehealth, which is totally relevant now with COVID and everything like that. Uh, speaking a little more on that, I know that Facebook and Instagram both have their own, I guess you would consider it equivalent to Zoom. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think that there would be any future use of that if, uh, say, I don't know, Zoom was becomes not the ideal mm-hmm. <laughs> um, problem? You know, I could see that happening. We also just all worry and you know, about like, oh, well, is Facebook listening to us or is Instagram listening to us? So then like, you know, what, how much are they, you know, getting from that? And based off of that, like you're talking HIPAA violations. So, you know, talking to patients about their personal health and um, medical records and things of that sort. So I think Facebook and Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, whatever it may be, like definitely has a long way to go in terms of privacy um, and that sort. But, you know, I mean, they yeah. could be on that right now, and we have no idea. Yeah, I was going to say, I know that HIPAA would have, there'd have to be some way of figuring out how HIPAA wouldn't get broken with all that. But, you know, it's it's futuristic, so <laughs> you never know what happens. Yes, absolutely. We I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So would do you foresee uh, social media becoming a larger part just in the profession as a whole with the younger population of PT graduates that are about to enter the workforce? Yeah, and I think even more so, um, like, late middle school, early high school people, you know, college, like, going into high school, I'd say I 100% knew I wanted to do healthcare, but I thought, oh, nursing or doctor, like, I didn't really understand physical therapy, Um, and so it wasn't until, like, a shadow day or something in high school that I kind of decided, oh, wait, this is more, like, what I want to do, and so I think, you know, targeting people, like, going in high school and like learning to get a healthcare just like background and information and then kind of going into college understanding what physical therapy is um is super important and that whether that be on like facebook and you know you know me sharing or somebody else posting and posting videos about what is a physical therapist like i think there's a lot more that people can learn before even going to pt school about the profession itself and that can definitely stem from a social media platform Yeah, absolutely. I love that you bring that up, especially because I feel like the profession as a whole, I mean, personally, I didn't even hear about it until my sophomore year of undergrad, and I still didn't know what it was. So, you know, being able to get into the schools, middle school, high school, and do that early education, or better yet, like you said, use the social media platforms. That's a great idea in order just to get the word out about the profession as a whole. So I love that you brought that up. Yeah, my brain didn't even go there, Megan. I truly, I mean, I hate to say it, but I was 
yeah, just not even knowing what the profession is like and, you know, thinking about what you want to do in your future. And nowadays they're asking, you know, high schoolers, like, what are you going to major in in college? What are you going to do until you retire at 65? It's crazy. It gets younger and younger every year. So the fact that you, you know, bring that, it's a great point. It's just raising awareness for what we do in the day to day. And I think if, you know, there was a way to get around, you know, HIPAA and videoing and all those kind of, you know, consent forms that would have to be signed in order to have someone on like your social media platform. I think that would be really cool just to, you know, have like a day in the life almost on Instagram. Like people are doing that all the time now. I, I mean, it, and it's totally different from the clinic I work in to the clinic that one, you know, like that job will work in or that my um, peers are working in. Like it's all so different and it's not just like the typical, you know, idea of what you think of physical therapy there are so many other aspects to it and I had no idea what a sniff was or a skilled nursing facility uh, before you know going into grad school at all when one of the professors mentioned it and I was like oh what so you know you don't just to a clinic and get physical therapy because you tore your ACL like there's so much more to it so I definitely agree with that yeah Awesome. Well, Megan, that's a, that's all the time we have, but I appreciate you coming out and having a conversation with us about this whole social media yeah. <laughs> platform and stuff. Uh, thanks so. for having me, and um, I look forward to kind of seeing what you guys do and how y'all take off and, you know, start your clinical rotations, hopefully, and how things go from there. Maybe you'll post on social media all about it, and I can share it and post it and love it and like it. Yes. And all the above. We exactly. will do the same for you. Yeah, advocate for each other. <laughs> Absolutely. We are a team. <laughs> well, thank you, Megan. We appreciate it. Of course. And that's all for this episode of Spilling the DPT. We'll look forward to spilling with y'all next time. And if you don't mind, in the meantime, drop us a rating and a comment. And we'll look forward to you tuning in next time.